Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where it is great to be recording on Miro Day. It's lost the mid card. We are here, a special late Wednesday night edition of uh, of Lost in the Mid Card, as we did not uh, record on Tuesday night like we normally do. Uh, I had a lot. Of, I had a lot going on. Also, uh, slept a little bit, so I was like, <laughs> just couldn't quite do one. But uh, we had a kind of a sneaking suspicion of who might be the best man on AEW Dynamite. So we decided let's just wait until Wednesday and see if it happens and and maybe record. And, well, it happened. You know what happened? <laughs> you know you know what happened? What happened? Yeah. Oh, my God. Except it's Miro Day now. Uh, you see right behind me, Miro is all. The best man. The best man, Miro, is all elite. We'll talk about that much more uh, tonight. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday, though we've been a little choppy with that lately, but we have a lot going on on our plates here. So, uh, But, hey, we're here for Rusev Day. We're here for Miro Day. It's Rusev Day. So that's what's important. 2020 has been a weird year, everybody. You know, it's, it's hard to keep anything on a schedule. Everything's crazy and out of whack. But, man, when pro wrestling does something great, you know, we, we got to – we got to make the time to get together and talk about it. And yeah. tonight just, was one of those nights. I just started a new job. So I'm getting used to being an adult again, <laughs> but uh, all that aside, uh, you know, it's good to be here tonight because it's Rusev day. That's right. uh, in addition, you can see uh, my smiling face. And uh, then once Matt gets out of quarantine, you can see his smiling face once more <laughs> on the video version of our podcast at YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash lost the midcard. I believe it is. I don't know. You, YouTube. Jamie, I, I got to tell you something. <laughs> tell hair, me something. Tell me something, brother. My hair got so long that last night I literally combed my hair down over my face and took clippers across my hair just to get it a little bit shorter on yeah. top. That's how bad my hair's gotten. Like literally I need someone to cut the back of my hair because I just I, I it's driving me nuts. My hair is driving me absolutely insane. Like I'm not used to long hair. I'm not a long haired person and my hair is just it's 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 out of control. It's it's <laughs> I I never thought I would attempt to cut my own hair but I did last night. Yeah. So that could yeah. be dangerous. Yeah, I know. I like, I only did it on the front. I didn't want to try to cut it from the, like, I didn't, I didn't want to try to cut the back. I need someone to cut the back of my hair off for now until I can get to a damn barber. No but, party, no party geez, in the, man. no party in the back, huh? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I need to work on, party in the I need to work right on now. this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, YouTube, like, it's not as easy as Facebook. 
Uh, that's probably why we always say go to facebook.com slash lost in the mid card or twitter.com slash LITMC podcast. Cause you can see the pin post of our tweets. I know you can set up a personal URL for your YouTube. Cause I have it on my, my personal YouTube, which is mostly video games or, or me singing Fozzie, <laughs> which I sang at my birthday party on Sunday uh, Happy birthday to JB. Yeah. It, well, my birth, birthday was two weeks ago, but. Well, better than than ever, brother. We, we partied on, uh, we, well, we recorded uh, right before it, uh, I think. Or when was our last show? I don't remember now. No, we recorded after it, but yeah. Yeah, I had a, had a nice little fun party. Lots of, lots of booze. But yeah, I'll figure out that URL things. I know. Uh, oh, uh, I know you can set one up, so I'm going to try to set that up, you know, to make it youtube.com slash lost the mid card, make it easy on you, make it easy on the people, you know, get a custom URL. But, you know, I'll mess with that later on in the show. We'll figure it out. It's what we do. So, so go to, yeah, go to, Go to just go to facebook.com slash lost the mid card because I know that works. Go to twitter.com slash LITMC podcast. I know that works. We share a lot of the great tweets within the wrestling world and all that fun stuff. And you know, today is Rusev Day. I am your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? I'm. Pretty happy with the roster AEW is putting together right now. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that much. Um, dude, like, look, any regular listeners to our show knows probably like a month, month and a half ago, I came on here and I said the absolute priority for AEW to sign was Matt Cardona and Miro. Miro's clearly already signed. He's got the all elite graphic. Ryder. Matt Cardona is still on that weird-ass short-term deal. But I believe in my heart that they're not going to be dumb enough to let that man go. And sooner rather than later, we're going to get the Matt Cardona is all elite graphic. And from there, like, unless they want to break the bank and try to burn in CM Punk or something, I think their roster's pretty much perfect right now. Yeah. So... So you need to have a hundred subscribers on YouTube in order to have a custom URL. So All right, people. Yeah, damn it. We need people to look, I know I I know a lot of you people listen to us on iTunes and wherever you get your Google podcasts, I and Spotify and all that. And I we appreciate that. We really do. But we are trying to venture into the whole video aspect of the of the of the podcast for the people who want that. And I will be back on that as soon as my hair is fixed. So if you guys could just, yeah, just smack down on that subscribe button on the YouTube page. You don't have to watch our videos there if you don't want to. But when you're listening to the show, hit, hit the YouTube link up and just hit that subscribe button real quick. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not far off from 100 subs. So, like, get on it. Yeah, I'm, like, putting out a tweet right now. Let the people know. I'm putting it out in my personal account, Matt. So that's a nice one. A nice thing. Be out on the look for it, but uh, uh, 
yeah, you know, do it. I did not know that was the rule because, like, uh, you know, with all the uh, my work with EA yeah, Sports, I didn't, know, and, I didn't know that either. Yeah, my work with EA Sports and all that. I, I mean, I have like, I have like, I've had a custom URL for quite a while, so. So yeah, it it's a funky one. So I put out the tweet. Maybe you can uh, retweet that I out. I haven't seen it. Hasn't hit my timeline yet. Just just hit. I just hit send on that bad boy. So ah, there it is. Yeah, that is a yeah. You know, do us a favor. We're at sixty nine subscribers. Ha <laughs> ha, sixty nine. But uh, yeah, we need a hundred in order to get over that hump and uh be able to uh have a custom url so then that way it's easier to say on the podcast and we don't waste five minutes in the the open but it's okay (laughs) but it's okay uh so aew big night uh before we talk dynamite that happened tonight uh as uh this podcast will uh air uh, we'll go live. Uh, hopefully, it may it'll be after midnight in some areas. So this may this will be early Thursday, and YouTube will not be out until uh, Thursday uh, afternoon or early evening because that does take some time yeah. to put together and process. Which I think is why upload. I think that's why we have our lowest um, subscriber base on. Yeah. On yeah. on the on the YouTube because you know people people just hey the audio is there let's listen to it you know. Yeah, and I've always thought about chopping it up into bits based on the segments from the show, but that takes a lot of fucking time, too, that I don't have, So, <laughs> especially now that I'm working. Uh, so it's like some, some podcasts that, like, well, Jim Cornette, uh, you know, they'll chop it up into 10-minute segments, but that's a lot of time to, to do, to mess with. So I don't have a staff either to do it, so, you know. It is what it is. But uh, All Out happened at a Daly's Place on Saturday, September 5th. And um, what would you think of All Out overall, Matt? I thought it was I thought it was okay. I mean, it wasn't mind-blowing or anything, but uh, it, was a, it was a pretty good show overall. Um, actually, I, for the most part, Matt Hart and the Matt Hardy situation aside, like I really, I really enjoyed All Out. Actually, I enjoyed All Out this year more than I enjoyed All Out last year. Yeah, um, I because I, I you know, look, look, uh, there was a lot of great wrestling on All Out last year, but I disagreed with a lot of the booking decisions. Oh, and it kind of left me with a real sour taste in my mouth. And the only one that I'm still, the only one that I feel like they've proven me wrong on was Jericho over Hangman. Like clearly that was the right decision and I was being stupid, but there were a lot of other um, match results on that show that I felt they should have gone the opposite way. And that kind of soured me on the show. Well, we had um, that, we had that Escalera de la Morte match. That was good. Yeah. Cody, Sean Spears. That was the chair Spears, shot. Spears absolution. No, the no, chair that shot happened like fight for the fallen. Yeah. Or but something yeah, like that. Spears should have won. Spears should have won. Yeah. And still nobody's going to be able to convince me. Uh, a year later that like that shouldn't have happened because Spears is still, yes, he's riding a winning streak on dark right now, but um, he should be on the May. He should be on the Wednesday show with FTR uh, and Tolly. Riho, and, beat, 
Riho beat Sheeta, and she got that yeah. that got her the yeah. chance to face I, Nyla Rose. Another long term mistake for that women's division. No uh, offense, I yeah. like Riho, but Sheeta much better champion than Riho ever was. Uh, the and I think got, Sheeta would have been a better in that spot. Winner got to face Nyla Rose on the initial. Uh, the inaugural oh, yeah. episode of on Dynamite October, on October second, which makes me wonder why the anniversary edition of Dynamite is October fourteenth. Probably NBA. Of October seventh. Probably NBA. Well, apparently, according to, from my understanding, the only, the only last, preempted, the only last chance of AEW being preempted is next week, and they're not even for sure if that's going to happen. Because if the Lakers take care of, um, if the Lakers take care of Houston before next week, um, they're going to be on Wednesday next week. I think I know so, why. Like, that's another reason to cheer for the Lakers. I think I know why. Um, I don't know if you caught this or not, but around that same time, WWE's got a show listed in Pennsylvania on in mid October. So I'm wondering if they're going somewhere. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're going somewhere because they have a show in, uh, I want to say Wilkesboro, but Wilkesbar, but. I don't know why WWE would be doing that right now. Yeah. And I don't know how legit it is because they're, well, I thought their residency ended in um the end of october with the amway center that's what they booked it for they booked for the end of october and who's to say that they're not going to renew it well then i heard a different date too so oh really yeah i've heard nothing but i've heard nothing but the end of october with that and i can't find anything on google right now on it so interesting maybe 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 it was popped up and disappeared just as quickly my out i don't know well, regard, regardless, I'm excited for it. I did not expect Archer and Moxley to be at full gear, um, so this does not surprise me at all. Um, oh, I, but the fact that they're on the they're going to be on the anniversary show. Yeah, that's going to be on the anniversary show. I, I fully expect. I think it's, it's going it, to me, be Omega and Moxley at full gear. It's yeah, it's either Omega and Moxley two at full gear, which is the rematch from last year. Oddly enough, which Omega will probably win, or it's Moxley and Hangman. Yeah, and like, a, I'm not. I'm not sure which way they're going to go what yet. If, what if it's Dude, a triple threat? Tri- I was just going to say, if you triple threat that, holy shit, That'd that be would f- be incredible. That's what they should do. I, I bet triple they go that. Whole gear, Hangman, Kenny, and Mox. That would be amazing. Dude, seriously, you could take the title off Mox without even having him get pinned. They well, like Kenny or Heyman can they can pin each other. Oh, that's good. That's good shit. Tell tell us, Mox. It's such good shit. And it, oh, I love it. I love that idea. Speaking into existence here on Lost in the Mid Card Podcast. First Cardona and Miro. Now that full gear main event triple threat. That's got to happen. That's got to happen. I'm getting hyped up just thinking about it. Fuck yeah. I noticed that, like, I have these things turned way up, but on Marusev, and I just turned up Mox, but I have to check the podcast out because sometimes I, I turned them down because I thought they were too loud. So maybe I, these are going to be too loud, but hey. It's such good shit. I don't care. 
I'll people, check it out people, can, people can deal with it for a long time. Yeah, we're, it's having, just a... we're having fun. It's special, <laughs> special edition on Miro Day. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Janela defeated Serpentico, and Private Party defeated Reynolds and Silver on the pre on the buy-in. And we lead things off with what was going to be on the buy-in until people started bitching: the tooth and nail match between Dr. Britt Baker and Big Swole. Uh, I've I've oh, seen mixed so reactions. It so it should have stayed on the pre-show. Yeah, I've seen mixed reactions. There was a reason it was booked for the pre-show. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. I, I love both talents, but this match, look, the to me, the era of the cinematic match has passed us by. It peaked. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. It peaked with. The stadium stampede match that's never going to be topped. Let's let let's let the cinematic match die. It just look and, and look. I understand what happened. Britt's not fully one hundred percent yet. She's not medically cleared to be a full in ring competitor right now. That makes sense. I understand that. I get it. But when when look when Tony Khan tells you something. And Tony Khan says, hey, cinematic match, it's on the pre-show so everybody can see it. Let's just take Tony Khan's word for it for now on. Instead of of being everybody campaigning for for this match. Because I guarantee you, every motherfucker that was on social media whining about this, I guarantee you not every single one of those people bought all out on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Tony Khan's like Tony Khan sitting there like, will you stop? Because honestly, when when Tony Khan announced, I wanted to, I wanted to take his tweet, and I wanted to quote retweet it and say, I hope now that every single person who bitched about this buys all out on Saturday now. But I was just like, I just don't even need to deal with anybody's crap right now, so I'm just gonna let it go. But that's exactly what I said to myself when I saw the tweet. And look, I look. I get that AW wants to give the fans what they want, and it's a good thing to give the fans what they want. Because you got to give AEW, the people what they want. Yeah, and look, and AEW has clearly shown that they listen to their fans over and over again, and that's an that's an awesome thing. But sometimes, when you know that you're right, you don't need to listen. <laughs> just just go with your instincts. And and let and let it go. I mean, it was and, a six. And, it was a six and a half minute match. Oh man, I felt more. It felt longer. It felt longer. I love. I love when she uh, fired up the drill, and I go, "Oh look, they're playing Doctor Isaac Yankum's music entrance music." Oh boy! Will you stop? <laughs> uh, and then the, the needle, the needle to the leg. I thought that was a cool touch. It grossed people out, but I thought it was kind of a, uh, uh, I thought it was kind of a clever part of the match. The uh, the the Nova came to the leg. I thought that was I thought that was real clever, actually. It was a playoff something, and I heard somewhere where where they said they got the idea off of, and I'm blanking on what it was now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember for the life of me what it was. But, yeah, I heard that was a playoff of 
something. Yeah, I'm just uh, completely blanking. Young Bucks took on Jurassic Express. Good, solid match. I mean, this match had no build going into it. The only story was that the Young Bucks are basically turning heel. Um, it was one of my, and I don't look. I can't imagine that they're going to go full heel because yeah. they're on a collision course with FTR. Yeah, yeah FTR it, is clearly, you know, heel he the heels here. And, and so it, like, and in my book, in my book, if you super kick Alex Marvez, you're a baby. You're fan. a baby face. Yes, I popped so hard when they kissed super kick Marvez tonight. I knew that you would. That was amazing. I loved it. I loved it so much. I knew you. Um, would, I knew you would pop for that. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I freaking just. I loved it. So I loved it so much. I'm trying. Um, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying out the HD part on Zoom, and it makes everything more wide out, so not yeah. all my green screen gets in. So I got to. Yeah. I got to pull my camera forward. So then I, I noticed it was kind of hanging out. So that's what I was fucking with right there. Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 I've fucked with the video before. Does it bother you that they just throw together shit for a pay-per-view, though? Like, this had nothing. Like, the build was, well, the winning team of this eight-man tag faces each other, you know? Does that bother well, he, you at all in AEW? Here, a, co- a couple of things. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind it because, one, I really, I, I really enjoyed the match. Um... At least they explained why the match was happening because, you know, these four teams all want to be on the pay-per-view, but we only have room for two of you. So if you want to, if you want to work together and get on the show and get, and get the pay-per-view payday, you know, here's how you're going to do it. So, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't have an issue with it. And actually it was one of my favorite matches of all out, to be perfectly honest. Easily in my top three favorite matches on the show. So, yeah, I didn't hate it. it all I would have felt weird without the Bucks anyway. And I feel like we're on a collision course with the Bucks and FTR at full gear. So, I mean, like, I know they're teasing the whole heelishness right now, but they, to me, they can't be heels by the time them and FTR face off in November. So I'm I'm really curious of how the story arc is going to go over the next two months with the Bucks between now and Full Gear, because I can't see any other team challenging FTR. Not right at, now. At that pay per view, other than the Young Bucks. Right now, they're right now. Obviously, it's Jurassic Express, but I, I'm guessing that's probably going to be on a dynamite. Uh, when is Full yeah. Gear? Full Gear is November, uh, mid November. Yeah, like mid-November. So I bet you Jurassic Express takes on FTR on the uh, anniversary show at Dynamite. Well, they're doing they're doing that next week. It's a non-title match. Oh, well, they'll win it. And if Jurassic Express wins, it seems like they're going to get a title shot. Yeah, and, so, and well, FTR hasn't been pinned yet, so it's going to be a big deal, and that'll probably lead into – that'll make it a big deal uh, to get the viewership to lead into the anniversary show, I, I'm guessing. Uh, Oh, Sean Rassap, you didn't get caught with that. Come what on. What happened? There's a fake AJ, AJ Lee account out there. And, tw- and, they, and it tweeted, hashtag Evolution 2 at Sasha Banks want to fight. And Sean Rassap retweeted it with fireworks. He must have deleted it. Oh, is it gone already? Did he just do it? It's like 43 seconds ago. Yeah, it's, he deleted it already. 
<laughs> it's still on my timeline. I actually have a tweet of his from like you know, a week ago where he swore at Jimmy Van when he's trying to do his no swear September, and I screen capped it. So I guess I should probably screen cap yeah. this too. I don't have delete on the soundboard. Like that'd have been a good time to use delete. Oh, that's uh, that's a good point. So instead, Sean, you get a. <laughs> we, we we love you, SRS, but that one was uh. I just I just screen capped it. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you once I cut it. Respected cut it a journalist along with Mike Johnson at PW Insider is. They are they are the two people I that I believe anything that they say. To be perfectly honest, everybody and, uh, else not so much. Respected interviewer Chris Van Vliet is uh, going to have an interview with Andrew Yang, presidential candidate Andrew Yang. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, as Andrew, Andrew Yang uh, spoke out about the WWE edict, which we'll get to in headlines later on. So we'll oh, boy. We'll oh, boy. Uh, Casino Battle Royal next up. Uh, first five guys out were Trent Daniels, Hager, Blade and Phoenix, uh, not much went on there except Trent and Phoenix had some nice spots. Uh, then came Frankie Kazarian, Will Hobbs, Chuck Taylor, Santana Ortiz. I'll tell you what, Will Hobbs had a good showing considering he's been basically a jobber leading into that pay-per-view. Uh, I, I have liked every single time I've seen that man on Dark. I feel that man has star potential written all could over be, him. He could be their Keith Lee. I really, I really liked what I saw from him on Dark. I liked what I saw from him in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Um, I think he's got tremendous upside, uh, um, big potential. Out of all the people that they have on Dark on a weekly basis, you know, jobbing to the stars, I think he's the guy that has the most potential. I really, I really outside of the Joker, he there was no surprises, really. He was basically the only other surprise in the match. Uh, the, the next group were uh, Billy Gunn, Pentagon, Cage, Ricky Starks, and Darby Allen. Uh, then the fourth group had Spears, Kingston, Butcher, Sonny Kiss, and Lance Archer. And the Joker was Matt Seidel, which was the big surprise. And unfortunately, big su- the big surprise uh, did not uh, uh, go well as he immediately went for his uh, uh, shooting. Does he do shooting star? Uh, yeah, the shoot. No, it's um. What the hell does he do? It's a, yeah. It's a shooting star, isn't it? That's what I thought. Yeah, I feel yeah, it's a shoot. It's a it's a shooting star. And he slipped. Well, I mean, it was fucking humid. Plus, probably dude, I guarantee you, the humidity had wet uh, had wetness all over those all over those turnbuckle pads, and I'm sure it's just just he slipped. It happens. I'm just um, grateful that I'm grateful that he's okay. Yeah. Didn't I mean, honestly, that's the on, most important thing. Wasn't on Dynamite tonight, but they probably held him out just because uh, Miro debuted. So, and it, from my understanding, they, from my understanding, they didn't. He's not signed. Oh, so. Well, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, they, I, I'm sure they wouldn't hold that against him just because. That I, I would like to hope. I would like to hope not. I mean, uh, that he, could happen. That could happen to anybody. Yeah, he was in the final four though with uh, Butcher Kingston. And uh, and Archer, which I was like, oh man, but Butcher getting a nice showing here. I, I've always always liked Butcher. Uh, Eddie Kingston. I'm like, oh, are, are we doing it? Are we going this way? But uh, you know, but in the end, Archer won, which I don't hate. Um, Archer. I also Mach- love that Kingston called out that he was never eliminated on Dynamite tonight. Our Archer he wasn't. Yeah, Archer will. Uh, yeah, because he got he got scared by the snake and. Well, no, he went that when he when him and. 
Archer went brawling um, on the apron. Uh, he went through the ropes. Mm-hmm. He did. He didn't. He did not go over the top rope to go on that apron. So technically, he was never really eliminated. Yeah. And I liked that they actually brought that up. Did they do that on the was show that, tonight? Was that a, was that a ref fuck up or an on purpose thing to further along? That's a great question. I'm honestly not sure. I'd like to think it was done on purpose to lead to something later on, but who knows? Of course, we all know what happened with the Broken Rules match. Matt Hardy, Sam Guevara, right off the bat, going off of a, a, a scissor lift and uh, overshot a, 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 a spear, I think it was, off of the scissor lift, and uh, Matt's head bounces off the concrete. Uh, the X comes up. I Watching it live, I knew that, that it did not look good. Not good at all. And this was not kayfabe. Uh, they let the match continue uh because mainly because uh there was a stipulation matt loses he's out of aew and he wasn't gonna lose so they had to finish it uh i mean he could, still could have done a no contest and well yeah, was, cause the thing was both men were standing when the match was called off yeah so uh, they, like you could have done a no contest you could have just delayed the match um until both men were, were healthy and ready to do it um i i think it was i think it was a bad knee-jerk judgment call on their part. I I think the match should have ended and stayed ended. Um, but the fact of the matter is, I trust Dr. Sampson. The man saved Jerry Lawler's life on live television. Yeah. Like, this, he is a legit doctor. I trust his diagnosis. If he said Matt Hardy passed the concussion test in four, in four minutes, fine. I've seen NFL quarterbacks go into the red tent and be in and out in a quicker time than that. And nobody ever bats an eye. So, you know, wrestling fans are, are obviously very protective of their talent and I'm protective of them too. And also, 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 also WWE marks jumping all over it. Well, do, 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 don't use any reason to trash AEW. Yeah. Uh, do you think, like, Rebby, why can't you think y'all Rebby, just, just in, do you think Rebby overreacted? I think if Rebby, I think the re, the internet's reaction would have been a lot less if Rebby had not reacted. Yeah, I think Rebby's social media reaction um, stoked the flames. Was it an overreaction, so to speak? It's his wife. Uh, I think I think it might have been an overreaction to say he one thousand percent had a concussion when he didn't. I think that's something that I wish she wouldn't have said. Well, she showed up um, on dynamite tonight, can, so. But I can look. I can understand if my if my wife was wrestling and that same situation happened, and I was sitting at home with the kids. I would probably freak the fuck out too. So, I I, I get where she's coming from, but I feel her reaction taking it to social media instead of just keeping. It private, I think, stoked the internet's flames a lot higher than they would have been otherwise. Yeah. Well, she was on dynamite tonight, so she, she was, I guess everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tony smoothed it over. He put a stack of cash down in front of her, smoothed it over. Just kidding. I I don't really think that's what happened. Please said, don't I'm go kidding. reporting that, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever reports what we have to say on the show. Well, if they did, they'd get a whole lot of scoops because we've scoops people a lot on Lost in the Big Card. 
It's true. Yeah, if you ain't we listening, also, that's, like, that's we, on you, pal. We also bullshit a lot on this on last. Well, that that's true. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably the second best match of the night was for the AEW Women's Championship at Kardashian Thunder Rosa. It was really good. Lived up to the billing. It was tremendous. I think it. I think it was AEW's best women's match. Period. Yeah. Probably they really do. And I'm so happy to see that Thunder Rosa will be defending the NWA championship next week on Dynamite. Was it against Ivelisse or Diamante? Ivelisse. Uh, Ivelisse. I am. I am looking forward to that. I. I love the fact that the relationship is continuing. Let that woman work when yeah. the NWA ain't doing nothing. Because well, that be... woman is a star. She deserves to be in the national spotlight. And look, look, any cool bridge that you can get between the NWA and and AEW is a good thing because they've got some really good talent over at NWA. You know, you got you know you got Eli Drake, and as much as I don't like him, I think a lot of people would like to see Cody and Magnus three, which they they could do. You know, like there's a lot of cool possibilities that could happen from the NWA and AEW working together. So Sheeta Thunder Rosa went about 17 minutes with uh, Sheeta retaining there. Uh, tremendous match. Uh, Such good shit. Alex Marvez interviewing Kip Sabian, who says uh, that he's got a best man uh, uh, debuting on Wednesday. And then he plugs his Twitch channel, which was a direct shot at WWE. <laughs> which AEW endorsed at the bottom of the screen. Yep. And also, don't forget, he dropped the hit on Saturday. That made me think that this was that this was Miro when he called him handsome. Yeah. And when he said handsome on Saturday, I immediately get, oh my God, it has to be him. Because honestly, if it had been anybody else other than him or CM Punk, I was going to be very disappointed. So, I love it. I'm so Dark, happy. I can't wait to talk about Miro tonight. Uh, Dark Order took on Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, Matt Cardona, and Scorpio Sky. Uh, Dark Order was uh, Brody Lee, Colt, Stu, and Evil Uno. Uh, the big uh, the the big thing here was uh, Cabana Cabana uh, <clears throat> Brody tagging in Cabana to finish off the match. Went for the moonsault, missed. Rhodes with the roll-up gets the win, which pisses off Brody Lee. He is still pissed off at Cole Cabana tonight. <laughs> and uh, Dustin Rhodes gets interviewed and is made aware that he gets a TNT championship shot on Dynamite. And the 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 reaction by Dustin was so – seems so sincere and legit. I think he literally just heard the news right there on air, live. Yeah, it, it, it felt authentic that, that, that he was just informed of that. And and I know we're jumping ahead. I thought the match was great. Like, don't get me wrong. Now Dustin but can still work easily. after after what Lee did to Cody. Kind of felt like Dustin got too much offense in. I, that's just mm-hmm. that's well, just me. The the counter so, that is Cody had busted up ribs and was defending that belt every week. So yeah, yeah, no, I I get it. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I felt like. There are easily ways. I of felt why. like he got a little too. I felt like he got a little too much offense there. 
But I still uh, thought the I still thought the main event was awesome. So I'm not I'm not really taking anything away from that. Match of the night was uh, the tag team championship match between FTR, Hangman, and, K- and Omega. That was uh, just definition of pure tag team wrestling. It was the match of the night, but I think it was a, a step below Bucks and and Hangman and Omega. Uh, but it was still a tremendous 30-minute match that uh, that uh, nobody was surprised that FTR got the win, but uh, I still think it was the match of the night, Matt. Um, that's hard. Yeah, I, I, might, I think it, it was. I think it was. It great. might. It might have been. It might have been. I. I don't know. I kind of lean on the women's match to be the match of the night, but I mean, I, I feel like both tag matches, the Bucks and in, in Dress Express and FTR and Heyman and. Uh, Omega were up there, and I felt uh, I felt the main event was up there too. Box yeah. and uh, MJF had a had a hell of a match, and like, and that's not, and I don't want to discount Jericho and Cassidy either because I thought that was another really good match. Yeah, uh, like there were a lot of great matches on All Out this 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 year. I I really honestly looking back on it now that we're we're running down all the matches again, it it just it reaffirms to me you know, how much I enjoyed that show. Uh, of course, the turning point was when uh, Hangman ate a V-trigger from Kenny Omega, and that was where all it all went to shit for them. Um, after uh, after the match, Kenny Omega walking backstage uh, was leaving, told the Bucks to go with him, and they didn't go with him, which I thought was interesting. What was Kenny doing? Simply, he was just talking. He was heading back to the hotel, um, which honestly, to get a pair I of shades. This, I think this. Yeah, he did say he was going to clean things up. He did say that. Oh, it's clear um, that the cleaner's coming, man. It's 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 clear. I I think I think my major hang up on that match in particular is I was expecting a big reveal at the end of the match. What do you mean? Be it be it. So, I expect I don't I expected a stable to form oh. at the conclusion of that match, whether it had been Spears getting involved or or Heyman or Kenny, one of them turning on the other and joining those guys. Like I expected something monumental to come from the finish of this match, and we didn't get anything. And I guess that's my own fault for expecting it, but I felt like that's what they were building to. And I think that's my reason why I can't give it my favorite match of the night. And I think that's probably unfair of me to say, but I was expecting an aftermath from this match that we never you're, got. You're talking about something and, that, that would happen after the match. So yes, I know. It's, <laughs> so it has nothing to do with the match. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, and clearly the interview that Omega had, was that with JR? Cause I was doing a football draft at the same time. Um, so yes, uh, they, they had an interview with Shivani and, um, Hangman, and they had an interview with, uh, JR and, and Omega. Uh, Omega made it clear. He, he mentioned, I'm not, I didn't do in the first year what the people wanted me to do. And obviously they want people, the people wanted him to be the cleaner and be the champion and be the top guy and be the guy that he was in new Japan. And he hasn't really been any of that. He's been, he's been kind of the happy go lucky 
team player Omega for the first year. So uh, that was another thing tonight on Dynamite where uh, it was clear that the cleaner is coming. And if you watch BTE, you know that already. So uh, the Momosa Mayhem match. Yes. Uh, God. Uh, Orange Cassidy is going to be a, a, a world champion eventually for this company. Uh, it is no uh, no surprise or no, it's not a secret there. I, I think he's going to be a world champion sometime. It's funny how they called him a kid. He's been, he's 36 and been wrestling 15 years. So he's like not a, a, a kid, but uh, uh, obviously uh, a tremendous visual finish with the orange punch and Jericho flying into the mimosa, it, which made, uh, if you follow Jericho on Instagram, he's sharing all the good memes and there are a lot of them of Jericho uh, uh, laying in the mimosa pit. There's been some good ones. I don't know if you've been watching, Matt, but uh, go over to Jericho's Instagram if you haven't seen any yet. Yeah, I think I'll have to check that out. <laughs> There's some good ones. Uh, main event time, Moxley, MJF. Uh, this was a, a, a tremendous battle as well. Great main event. Um. A, 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 a clever finish with uh, Wardlow trying to toss MJF the diamond ring and uh, MJF couldn't catch it. And uh, the ref was uh, distracted by Wardlow and uh, that enabled Moxley to hit the old paradigm shift that was banded from the match. So I liked, uh, I liked uh, the clever finish and uh, it was a damn good fight. Some great color by MJF. Uh, anything else you want to add on that, Matt? Um. I thought the finish was brilliant. Very much loved it. And I also need to say, oh my God, they are building to a Wardlow face turn on MJF. And I have faith in them that it's going to be amazing. Oh yeah. I think Wardlow is, uh, uh, he could be uh, a wrestler of the caliber of Roman Reigns. For sure. So, uh, so it, it, it's uh, it's for uh, Dan. Have you seen the face swap thing of Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns in a suit looks just like Wardlow. <laughs> That's dude. I've been telling everybody that for a year. That Wardlow looks so much like Roman Reigns. And yeah, nobody you, wanted you, to freaking listen to me. Like, seriously, they have a guy that if he gets good enough in the ring, they have their own version of Roman Reigns in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that clearly... I saw... Uh, uh, you, you knew that. You know the turn's coming. I thought it'd be tonight, like... Uh, yeah, but I I actually really loved how they how they played it off, how they how they explained why Wardlow has to stick with MJF for now, and when they get to the point where somehow he gets offered his own AEW deal, and he's like, I don't have to be, I don't have to be with this jerk off anymore. Like when the Monstars realized that they didn't have to be getting bullied around by uh, Danny DeVito's character in Space Jam anymore. And they beat his ass and sent him up in the rocket ship. Like I'm expecting something like that. 
So I think it's going to be great. I'm excited about it. So great, uh, great show once again from, uh, from AEW. Um, I still think it was a good show. It was a good show. I, I, I think it still might've been the third best though of their, their three shows this year. Wait, what? With revolution and double or nothing. I think, I think all out still ranks about third on those two. Um, maybe I would have to go back and review both of those shows. I, but uh, truly I, I felt all three of their pay-per-views this year have been strong. Yeah, they have been. So, like, yeah. yeah, it's more than you can say for some other yeah. places. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that right now. <laughs> uh, AEW Dynamite was tonight as we are recording after Dynamite, and um, uh, Tony Schiavone in the parking lot when uh, two SUVs pull up, and and uh, Jericho and MJF were in them. I loved, I loved the whole thing where they were kissing each other's ass and then went split screen. I, I liked that. I thought that was pretty funny opening, Matt. I, I thought that opening was amazing. Yeah. They both kissed each other's ass and walked away, and they're like, what an asshole, or whatever, or whatever they said. Yeah, that was great. Uh, first match of the evening, Jurassic Express against the Lucha Brothers. Uh, they continue to make well. Jurassic Express lost to the Bucks, but they uh, they defeated the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers started fighting. I'm like, oh, are we gonna get Phoenix and Pentagon? Now nah, Eddie Kingston comes and smooth things over. But uh, could happen down the line. Not saying it ain't gonna happen now. They need to make yeah. They need to make those guys solos. They have enough tag teams now. I think they can make those guys solo stars. Uh, Archer and uh, and uh, Jake the Snake cutting a promo in the rain. That's gonna be a fucking battle. Uh, Matt Hardy comes out to speak. Uh, big nice little chant for him with the crowd that's in attendance. The the ten or fifteen percent capacity that they got at, at the Daly's place. Um, Matt says uh, it's good to have a crowd in the arena. Thanks, uh, everybody that wished him well. Said he had a scary fall at All Out. Uh, the support's been overwhelming, and he's going to make a full recovery. Um, apologized to his family. Showed Rebby uh, uh, Hardy was in the crowd with their youngest. So, uh, obviously, Rebby and Tony had a meeting, I'm assuming. I would, I would assume that they all had a chat today in person. I, I I would say it's impossible for them not to have. Yeah. And uh, then we had Orange Cassidy against uh, Angelico from the Hybrid Two. Uh, short little match there. Santana Ortiz come out and attack Orange Cassidy. Uh, after the match, best friends come out and run them off to continue that feud. And uh, it sounds like they're going to lead to a parking lot brawl between the two tag teams. Uh, which is uh, a pretty good feud that they've had here lately. Um, Ox Marvez gets super kicked. That was great. <laughs> I can watch that all day. <laughs> Tony, uh, uh, Tony Schiavone in the ring, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford. Uh, they chase Timmy, uh, Timmy out of the ring. And, uh, or Timmy Schiavone. 
Yeah, Timmy Schiavone. And uh, <laughs> they're, staring, they're stealing Jericho's old gimmick of calling people by the wrong names when he was in, doing the list thing in, in WWE. <laughs> I'm okay uh, with that. Uh, he, he, uh, is Kip is trying to introduce who his best man is. And, uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't puff. Sorry, but he's just a big man. Not the best man. Uh, That's a, that a big man. All right. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Brian Pillman jr. Nope. No, you're just the best comma man, not the best man, but the best man. It's, it's Miro day. And uh, the crowd that was there went wild. You could hear a Miro Day chant, which, hey, Miro I love, Day. I loved sounds, it. I loved it so much. Miro Day sounds good to me. Uh, but, like, Kip's a heel. Miro is – maybe Kip, maybe Kip. They, uh, they already planted the seeds tonight. Where Miro said he was better at the at the Twitch thing than, uh, than Kip. This That's is all going to blow up. Yeah, this is and it's good. It's it's going to be great. Like I said, everybody's already calling for Aiden English as the wedding center. It's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen. Like this whole wedding thing's gonna be hilarious. And man, I can't wait to see what what's in store for Miro and AEW. I just I think I think I think the sky's the limit. I look a year a year from now if Miro isn't the AW world champion at some point. I feel they, I feel that they've dropped the ball. I feel this man has world championship potential and I feel that they should absolutely let him run with that in 2021 in AEW. Uh, Miro grabbed the mic. Uh, No, no, no Russian accent. Sorry. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. Uh, And he says he's been tracing that brass ring for 10 years. But you could take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. <laughs> it was a great promo, dude. It was so good. Tony uh, Tony Schiavone asks Hangman if he wants a drink, and he said no. Oh, did he? Did he? I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I missed that line. That's important. That's a big deal. Hangman, Hangman, going sober. Interesting. I I totally missed that line. Thank you for pointing that out. That's going to be an important story arc for him going forward. Then, um, but then uh, Tony talked about what happened, and he he got a drink later on, though. So, yeah, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't know. I didn't notice that. So, yeah. he says they need to climb up and get their tag titles back. But I don't think Hangman. I don't think Omega's on the same page here. Yeah, that, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Uh, uh, something I forgot to mention in the in the casino battle royal, a big surprise: uh, Sunny Kiss eliminating Jake Hager, and that which leads completely which set up tonight's match. It made yep. book when booking makes sense. You know, you know what I mean. I, I really appreciate that stuff. Uh, so uh, uh, Jericho and Hager, no surprise, got the win there. Sounds like uh, uh, he, he's talking about how, um, you know, Sammy's hurt. Uh, Santana Ortiz have their problems with the best friends, so it's time for him and and uh, and Hager to go for the tag titles. So it sounds like they might uh, uh, be in the picture for those tag titles here. Um, if I'm if I'm Santana and Ortiz, I'm a little bit fucking annoyed. 
Yeah, because they've had... You know, like, where are, the, where are the tag team in the inner circle here, Chris? Like, shouldn't we be the ones going after the tag team gold? Yeah. Like, uh, I, if, I, if I'm them, I'm a, I'm a little pissy about this. Yeah. Chris, you should be worried about, you know, going after the TNT title or reclaiming the world title. Like, you shouldn't be you you shouldn't be trying to take on the tag titles. We're going over the tag titles because yeah. we're the best, the best, the best. You're the best, Jamie. And why say it in Spanish when you can say it in Spanglish? Spanglish. <laughs> oh man. Moxley uh, saying, well, Archer won the Battle Royal, and son of a bitch, it's not getting any easier. <laughs> well, no, because the last time you two guys fought, Lance Archer tried to suffocate you with a plastic bag. It was just uh, legitimately one of the most brutal spots I've ever seen in a professional wrestling match. Like, I, like that was some manhunt PS2 shit. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yikes, that's, I don't know, that's a little too far for me. So... <laughs> I know these two are going to tear the house down on October 14th. Next up is uh, FTR's tag team championship celebration. They talked about how it was so hot there, and they fought for 30 minutes and came out on top because they are the best tag team in the world. Uh, Then he talks about all the tag teams and and, uh, mentioned SCU. Oh, they were great when we were growing up. (laughs) That was was harsh, man. 50-plus for 50-plus. Um, I took a shot at 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 that second rate Hall of Fame when he was talking about Billy Gunn, <laughs> and uh, then mentioned Jurassic Express, who we just mentioned they'll face them, and if they win, they'll probably get a tag title shot. If they lose, then they well, that's it. You know, FTR is undefeated right now, though, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, so honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even hate the fact of FTR just straight up beats them. They should. You know, uh, on, I don't, on, I don't think to the next challenger, so to speak. Yeah, they should. I they should beat them next week, but but I will, I will say this: if Jurassic Express beat them, and I'm the Young Bucks, I'm like, hey. We just beat these guys. Shit, we may have another triple threat. We just you know at at all out. You know, there's no reason why we shouldn't be getting the title shot. You you know, you know what I mean. So, and I don't. Unlike the other unlike the other triple threat, I want Young Bucks FTR one. I want them. I guess it can't be one on one, but tag team on tag team, two on two. Like, that's the match I want. I don't want any other teams involved in that. The only other team I would have taken at that point to get it would have been Heyman and Kenny. Um, but since they're out of the equation now, I, I want it Bucks FTR, period. Especially for their first time. You want to mix in additional teams afterwards, go for it. But for the first time that those two teams finally get the face off, I, I want it. I want it mano y mano. Mano, 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 mano. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I called that shit. Tay Conchi took on uh, Nyla Rose. Conchi, uh, we already talked about all that. Uh, then uh, Vicky got on the on the microphone. Excuse me! And uh, 
talking about how they're the, the vicious vixens, which makes me believe that Vicky's going to probably bring another woman into the group. But they're calling themselves the vicious vixens. I mean, they've got merch on on shopaw.com. Um, they mentioned the Young Bucks each got fined five grand for super kicking Alex Marvez. I'm sure somebody already set up a GoFundMe account to pay for that because that was some good shit, pal. That would be hilarious. Good shit. Uh, and then we got the the main event. Uh, grid, uh, we already mentioned good match between Brody Lee and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Dynamite went off the air a little early for Cody to make a big announcement. That announcement didn't have anything to do with AEW. That just had to do with uh, a new TV show coming to TBS, which which very by, much looks like a America's Got Talent ripoff. Yeah, hosted by Burt Kreischer, who is a fucking great comedian. So, yeah, uh, hey, I'll I'll watch the first episode. See, but to me, it really feels like. It feels like uh, America's Got Talent ripoff. If uh, if Paul White is not a guest judge on this show, I don't know what they're doing because the show's well, they, But they can't. Show. There's no way WWE would allow it. It's called the Go Big Show. Um. So yeah, that was dynamite for the night. Uh, so good. Are you about to open it? Yeah, might as well since we just got done talking to AEW. Oh shit! Oh so, shit! AEW had a sale. I didn't buy one. Make me regret it, JB. Oh my! Look at that! Look at that blade. Now that's a knife. That's a knife. AEW had a sale mystery T-shirt. I was gonna buy two, but they only had like a few left after I bought the one. In my, they only had a few left in my size, so I figured, oh, there's probably, I'll probably get the same damn shirt if I can. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to order them all in the same order to make sure you don't get the same shirt. Yeah. All right, so. I'm excited. I want to see what you got. Ooh. It is funny. Uh, Did you get the I love AEW shirt? Cole Cabana in the, on the packaging. I got. Yeah, the I love AEW. Hey, it's a true statement. It's fine. Probably would have wanted something other than that. I mean, I guess it's not bad for 10 bucks. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'll take it. JB loves Ada. <sighs> Do ya? He does. Uh, tremendous edition of NXT on Tuesday, Super Tuesday I, Part 2. I thought it was one of the best episodes of NXT this year. I uh, thought I, they really put their step forward last night. I actually, I thought Impact was really good last night, too. There's, a lot, there's gonna be good wrestling on Tuesday. Yeah, I've yet to watch Impact yet. I fell asleep. I missed the start of NXT, so I need to rewatch Balor and Adam Cole, baby, which I heard was a tremendous title match. It was hashtag good shit, pal. Uh, I'm confused at some of the booking at, at NXT, though, because... Adam Cole is clearly turning into a babyface, gave props to 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 Balor after the match. A little too sweet. Put him over on the microphone. Yeah, they're absolutely they're they're absolutely slowly starting an Adam Cole face turn. But which yeah, I, I which really worries me for the long term future of Fish O'Reilly and um 
strong if they all get called up to the main roster. Because Fish and Strong were not baby faces on Tuesday night. No, they were definitely were not. And and I feel I, I feel like their survival on the main roster base was based on them being with Adam Cole. So that kind of it kind of worries me for the rest of those guys. Hopefully they all just stay in NXT forever and they don't get ruined by the old man. <laughs> so, oh my God, retribution. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't know. Like, can we go through this whole show and not even bring up Raw? That would be awesome. I SmackDown was pretty solid on Friday. Raw, on the other hand, I wish we I wish we had a poop sound. <laughs> no, we do. Board. We, we do have a poop sound. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> or this it's such good shit that's shit yeah right. it's, it's, it's not good shit idea for bad creative uh raw was not raw was not good Balor with the 1916 off the top to get the win after 23 minutes uh they let off with uh with that match it was pretty cool that they let off with it uh Robert Stone was trying to sabotage Shazi Blackheart's tank. Uh, then the fight spilled out into the arena, and uh, Shazi and Io were left standing in the ring. And then Shazi kind of said, "Oh, this looks nice. This little NXT Championship." Oh, and Io, I like, I like Io. Don't make me hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Don't make me hurt you. Uh, uh we're gonna have. Candice LeRae have Tegan Knox over for dinner. We know that's going to go well. Yeah, uh, we, we kind of all saw that coming. I kind of like, uh, I like Timothy Thatcher's classes and I liked, uh, I liked this one. Uh, he was showing off some film and, and uh, life is not a party. It grinds you down till you quit. Just like being in a match with him. I, I like, I like Thatcher. He's just no bullshit. You know? Old school in the ring. I, I I don't hate. I like the little, the little classroom. I, I don't. Hate I'm it. not. I'm not overly sold on Thatcher yet. I guess from a character standpoint, I mean the dude's solid in the ring. I, nobody can. Ain't nobody can deny that. Evolve champion. Um. But yeah, of course. But right now, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sold on him as a character yet. Holy but I'm sure. I'm sure he'll get there in time. Atlanta Braves scored 29 runs tonight. I thought for some reason I thought the Falcons were playing tonight. Wait, wait, what? The the Atlanta Braves scored twenty nine runs tonight. Holy shit! Yeah, I saw Atlanta twenty nine. I'm like, wait a minute, Falcons play tonight? Who did they play? Who did they just spank? Uh, the Marlins. I'm sorry, Florida. You're having a bad year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Velveteen Dream took on Ashanti Adonis quick match Adonis did get a little bit of he did get a little bit of, of offense in there but uh before long uh dream got the win and Kushida came out because of course uh, dream attacked Kushida after they lost their triple threat qualifier for uh the North American ladder match and uh that's gonna I just hope Kushida goes over here Matt because he's long overdue for a push I think Dream will be okay, but I, I think Kushida, I think Kushida needs to be. No, it needs and it needs to be in dominant fashion. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, yeah. like I, I loved what they did on on Wednesday, and, and honestly, they need to continue 
They need to continue to beat the ever-living shit out of the Velveteen Dream on television until people, you know, give up give up the ghost, so to speak. And I don't know if they ever will, but I, I, I do think I do think those people watching him get the shit beat out of him every week, maybe they'll eventually quiet down i i don't know it's the internet it's the internet they'll get over it in two weeks Well, that's why i feel like until 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 the next thing comes along that they want to focus on yeah people usually get over shit within two weeks on the internet so the thing is look at the thing the thing the thing is with the dream if he really did what people are accusing him of doing like that's he should be fired like absolutely he should be fucking fired um, but I don't freaking know if he, if he really did. And if WWE really did the investigation that they claimed that they did, like, I don't freaking know. And honestly, I don't even want to think about shit like that when it comes to my professional wrestling. I just, that's why I we just took don't, a I, don't, I don't like it. That's why we took a month off. Was it? Yeah. We took a month, about a month off, wasn't it? That was yeah. one of the major reasons why we didn't really want to talk about all that shit. Yeah, you're yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Dude, what are those weird fucking suction cup things? Oh, what do you mean? You know there's those things that are always those like looking like like suction cup things on Kenny Omega's back? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh it's to help with uh uh injury or not injury, but it helps with like blood flow and such and and kind of helps recover. Well, Matt Hardy just put out a tweet and says, time to heal. Hashtag survivalist, hashtag stronger than death. And it's a picture of him with all those, those little suction cup things on his, like on his upper back. And then a picture of them with not on there with all those, those crazy little suction cup logos, which you always see on, on Kenny Omega's back after every time he wrestles. So I'm just like, I just saw that. It was just like, man, it's so freaking, so freaking weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's basically for. Uh, Brizango with an interview. They're going to be taking on Imperium in a tag title rematch next week. Uh, Bronson Reed continues his push, defeated Austin Theory. Uh, we mentioned Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. They, uh, with the help of Bobby Fish, they defeated Keely and Dane. And uh, they continue the beat down, and Drake Maverick came out with the save with a steel pipe, but uh, Dane still does not want to be friends with him. We know it's gonna, we know it's gonna be a buddy buddy relationship eventually, Matt, but just not oh, tonight. You, you, you did, you did see the uh, the the post show video, right? No. Um, they they went to interview Drake, and he said he went to William Regal. And it's going to be him and Killian Dane against the era next week. And Killian Dane walks by and he goes up and tells him. And Dane's like, why did you do that? He's like, because we're going to be partners. And Dane punches him in the face and says, I don't like you. <laughs> he walked away. That's and great. yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty fun. I think, I think there's the make the makings there for a really entertaining tag team. Where's O'Reilly with, the, with those two guys. Where's O'Reilly? He's disappeared. They might, they might be worried about the they might be worried about the COVID thing with him again. Yeah, because he's high risk with, yeah. uh, with the diabetes, and he was off TV for a while because of that. So maybe they're, 
you know, back to being cautious with him again. So I guess I guess we'll find out soon enough. Uh, the dinner, of course, turned ugly, uh, turned into a food fight. And, and uh, if that's their real house, that's some shit they had to clean up with the spaghetti and everything. I'd assume that's their real house. They use it. They use it quite a bit. Uh, and, and Candace threw the remote and busted the TV. Poor Johnny. He looks. He looks heartbroken. I, I thought they were going to do the Office line. Do you, do you have you seen the Office when Jan threw the Dundee at Michael Michael Scott's TV I'm, and he flipped out? I was like. That was a two hundred dollar plasma screen. <laughs> I, I thought I thought they were I thought they perfect. were gonna go I thought they were gonna go office with it. He was gonna perfect. he was gonna scream about how much the how much the gigantic television costs. That would have been perfect because Johnny Gargano could sound like him when he screamed. Yes, ex- exactly. As soon as as soon as he hit, they hit the TV, that's immediately what came to my mind was the was, was that was that scene from the office. So I was shocked. I was shocked they didn't do that. Uh, three big matches on NXT next week. Damian Priest against Timothy Thatcher for the North American title. Breezango against Imperium for the tag titles. And Io Shirai takes on Shotzi Blackheart in a non-title match, which means Shotzi will probably win. Uh, but I don't expect the uh, two titles to change hands at all. I, I wouldn't expect them either. And steel cage match, uh, Rhea Ripley, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, damn good main event. And uh, I love the riptide off the top through the table. That was a, a good end to it. And uh, uh, capped off a tremendous episode of NXT, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, like I said, I thought it was one of their better episodes um, this year. I, I thought they really put their, their best foot forward last night. And I would like to see more of that NXT going forward on whatever night they choose that they want to be on. Um, because there's been a lot of NXTs this year that just simply have just not been good. Um, but I, I thought Tuesday's episode was excellent, and I would definitely like to see more of that NXT on USA going forward. Um, what happened on Impact? I haven't watched it yet, so. Um, it's sad that the uh, Russell House is no more. Yeah, no more Russell House. Um, Rich Swan came back. Um, that was the closing. That was the closing story. They did Dreamer and Eric Young in the main event, and Young tried to injure Dreamer after the match, and Swan came out and then in a walking boot and a crutch and beat the shit out of EY. Yeah, the pack and that's so your clearly we're getting that's your bound for glory match. Yep, we're getting, we're getting Swan and EY bound for glory. And I'm t- Swan's winning that belt. I I, I assume uh, Machine Guns and Rascals was pretty good. Good match. Uh, Machine Guns retained. Nobody should be nobody should be shocked. I'm trying to remember what else is on the show. I remember really liking the show, and now I'm Ty and Tasha. Yeah, well, it was okay. It was okay. Willie Mac, Brian Myers. Yeah, that was that was funny. They did the whole thing with Myers came out in his street gear and wanted Mac to come out and shake his hand, and Mac's like, "Oh, we we got a ma- we got a match now because you cheated," and Myers cheated again to beat him. So I Chris guess Bay, keep Chris doing Bay. That. Chris Bay got beat by TJP. Bay and she, yeah, that I think that opened the show. I thought that was really good. I, I I really did. I thought I thought Impact was a really good show. Yeah, I'll catch it here down the down the line. 
SmackDown Live this week. Uh, kick it off with Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Um, <laughs> best part of that was uh, Paul Heyman saying, uh, I would talk about the fatal four-way contenders, but we'll leave that to Anderson Cooper and Carmella's latest boyfriend. Uh, Graves almost didn't look happy that he said that. Deal with it, buddy. You're dealing, wonder, with, you're dealing with a Heyman promo. I just got to suck it up. Yeah, I wonder if Graves knew that he was going to say that. I don't know. At least uh, Roman did get a talk where Brock never talked with Paul Heyman. I like, Rome, I like Roman's new demeanor. Me too. Uh, heavy, machinery, heavy Machinery defeated uh, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Ho, ho. Uh, Big E. Boris had thought he stole money in the bank, <laughs> but he really just stole stole lunch. Otis's lunch. Uh, Big E. Uh, the birthday cake. Uh, who, who he thought was for uh, Xavier Woods coming back, but that was all a setup. All of ruse as Sheamus attacked Big E, and I thought that was a hell of an attack. I love the I love the uh, the uh, the white noise on through the windshield. Uh, I thought all that was tremendous. What was the only way to properly explain why Big E wasn't going to win that match? Yeah. Because of the four people that were in that match, like Big E was the only logical one to do it. And if you're not ready to do him and Roman Reigns right now, you had to do, you had to, you had to write him out somehow. So, Um, and it was funny because I was not at home during SmackDown and Matt's texting me the spoilers and says, Big E's out who wonder who they're going to put in. And I had no idea he was even on the show talking to Roman before. And I go, how about the other Uso? How about the healthy Uso? And sure enough. Yeah, I was thinking Daniel Bryan. I was way off. <laughs> we're going to get uh, cousin versus cousin for the title. At should, be inter- should be interesting. It's going to be, I, I can't. It's a, fr- it's a fresh matchup. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to go all out. Yeah. So how many Smackdowns are left until clash? Only like one or two, right? September twenty seventh. Oh, there's three. Or I don't know if I could get my damn calendar to pull up. There are three. Oh wow! Okay. So they're, they can make a good feud out of this here before we get to clash. Got ahead of ourselves there, but you already know the results, so. Nia Jackson, Shayna retained over Bailey and Sasha, and that was a great turn by Sa- uh, by Bailey, wasn't it? It was intense. That was a, a lot of turn. I, I definitely, I definitely wanted Sasha to be the face coming out of this, so I approve. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a hell of a beatdown by Bailey. Hell in a Cell coming up, Matt. Couple yeah, months. Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like the logical place. They can stretch it out if they wanted to. Like, let's say let's say they don't go Hell in a Cell. There's a, there's one way they could really stretch this out because the rumor is they're doing another draft in October. So let's let's say they let's say they storyline Sasha out injured for September, and then in October Sasha gets drafted to Raw. Then Sasha wins the women's rumble in January to challenge Bailey for the title at WrestleMania. 
it's not on Wikipedia yet, but it sounds like the rumor is that um, Hell in a Cell is going to be on November 1st. Really? I thought it was in October. That's interesting. Especially since their deal with the Enway Center as of right now expires at the end of October. They better, they better get that renewed. It's obviously their pay-per-view. <laughs> interesting. Oh, we had a little hand. Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy uh, thing with the uh, Intercontinental picture, which that's going to be a hell of a triple threat. Uh, we find out that uh, Morrison st- stole the lunchbox, not the contract. <laughs> uh, I mean, it makes sense for Otis. He's a hungry man. You can fit a whole lot more food in that money in the bank briefcase than you can in that tiny ass lunchbox so jay uso walks up to roman reigns after being announced to being in the fatal four-way and says thanks for getting him in the match and uh uh he said uh he, he didn't he say it was all paul that did that that wasn't him if i remember right yeah he, he thanked roman to be he thanked roman to uh and roman said it was all paul's doing yeah and he's like you know i didn't have anything to do with it that was all paul which I don't know is Paul and Roman thinking that Jay would just lay down for him, a little finger poke of doom. I mean, I guess they could be thinking that. I mean, if you want to form like a bloodline stable. But no, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying that's what they think Jay was going to do. Yeah. By that's why Paul got Jay in the match because they thought Jay would just lay down for Roman, but. He won't, and it's going to be a great – I'm glad that there's still three SmackDowns left because we're going to have uh, some fun with this, hopefully. Uh, and then, as Matt said, Raw happened. Well, I mean, it's been the same for who knows when. Vince shows up 10 minutes before we go to air and rips everything up. Sigh. You know? And you can tell. <laughs> you can tell that it that's just the way things are put together. Uh, McIntyre shows up. Uh, Orton kicked things off. McIntyre showed up in an ambulance. Claymore kicked Orton. That's going to be your theme of the night, kids. All, all I want to say is that I'm so proud of Twitter because on Monday night, Scott Steiner was trending. Holler, oh, yeah. if you hear me. I don't have that on the soundboard, so I'll just play uh, – Day. <laughs> I'm just the fact that this the sirens from the freaking ambulance had people talking about Scott Steiner is amazing. So Big Papa Pump is your hookup. Holler if you hear him. Hurt business took on Cruz, Ricochet, and Alexander, and finally we get our, our heel turn with Cedric joining that Hurt Biz. I still think it would have been more effective if they had had uh, Ricochet turn instead. Like all the time you're thinking it's going to be Cedric turning, that's all you see on the TV, and then all of a sudden they they swerved you with Ricochet instead. I think it would. Have, I think that would have been better. But I, I, I'm, I, I'm 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 good with it. They both of those guys need more TV time. I, I sure as hell thought Andrade and Garza were going to be the ones taking the tag titles off Street Profits, but they lose again. So that's clearly off the table. Uh, then Shinsuke and Cesaro show up, and I'm like, oh, 
champion versus champion at Clash of Champions. No, it's next week. Uh, it's probably going to be a no contest or something and sets up a pay-per-view match. With Mr. OP. If you watch Up, Up, Down, Down. Dude. Not as much as I should, to be perfectly honest. I really should watch Well, for for that. one, their Uno matches are fucking hilarious. <laughs> and But, dude, there's a three-part Monopoly game out in there. There's some funny shit that happens in that game. I've been uh, hooked on it all over again. Uh, Kevin Owens and Aleister Black facing off on Raw Underground. Oh, hey, cool. It kind of puts a little more importance onto that, sure enough. Uh, Peyton Royce with new music that sounds very much like Keith Lee's music. Dude, these new things fucking suck, man. Uh, Peyton Royce beats Billy Kay. Uh, They hug. I thought, oh, Peyton's going to, like, beat the shit out of her. No. Yeah, I thought somebody was going to beat up somebody there. But nothing. Uh, I saw a rumor... I think Uncle Dave might have put it out there that Billy Kay might be on her way out of WWE. Really? Interesting. Yep. Uh, either... I'm sure I'm sure Peyton Royce wishes she could do the same. Yeah, either either Uncle Dave or Alvarez, I think, put that out there today. Oh, I did not hear that. That's news to me. I'm sure they both like to get out of there. I'm sure they would both like to show up in a and be all elite. Now, Vince, so, is gonna, Vince really likes Peyton, though, so she's going to get that push. Yeah, well, yes, for the next two weeks until he gets bored of it and tosses her aside like oh, he always does. I mean, she didn't just sign a new deal, so kind of wonder when her yeah, up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not sure how long, I'm not sure how long their deals are in for. You would think they would both sign stuff at the same time. But then again, Lana signed her deal before Rusev did, like a dummy. And, and she's stuck in... WWE for the next four four plus years unless she gets fired. So I don't think I don't think they'd ever let her go now because they don't want to let that act get back together. You know, like I feel like she's in WWE. She's stuck. I and I wonder if those two really want to be an on screen thing. So maybe yeah, that's why she, maybe they don't. I don't. I don't that, know. Maybe that's re- why she resigned. Rusev was like, "Here, you, you go take that money. I'll go take this money." You know. I mean, it's 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 possible. They don't need to be together. No, on, no, on they definitely don't. But I'm just. I think I think I think that together they're they're a powerful a powerful duo. Uh, speaking of Lana, Lana and Natalia took on Mickey James and Oscar. The good girls getting the win there, obviously, because they're setting up Oscar Mickey James, which should be a, a tremendous match. I would not complain if we got a major upset and Mickey takes the title off of Oscar there. Don't see that happening. No, but I wouldn't mind it happening. Just I would like to see Mickey get one more run with it. Uh, VIP Lounge uh, officially inducting Cedric into the old hurt business. I was like, why is he? Why didn't he get one of them shirts? They're free. But that's because they're waiting to put it on him in the ring. So there you go. Uh, Viking Raiders showed up with uh, Apollo and Ricochet, and then Teddy Long showed up. We got an eight-man tag player. Uh, Ivar, we'll we'll talk a little more about that. But uh, Ivar seriously hurt in that match. I hear it's not. I, I heard it wasn't as bad as they originally feared. Good. Um, 
which is like which is a good sign. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton, Keith Lee, uh, yet again a non-finish. They, so, I, I never want to see those two wrestle again. Yeah, he, Keith Lee needs to get out of that feud. Yeah. Uh, Claymore kick number two of the night by Drew McIntyre. Uh, then we got Raw Underground, um, Alistair Black, Kevin Owens. And then I like how uh, Dabakato came in and beat the piss out of both of them. So I kind of I kind of hated that to be perfectly honest. I, I liked it just because it built him up even more. So uh, yeah, but if, if 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 he's to own, for that to be effective, they need to get him off of underground. Yeah, and Dabakato needs to like actually debut in well, the ring and do I, that's something. Coming. Like I think if that's he's coming. just gonna if he's just gonna stay on underground, like what's the fucking point? No. They're making him a star in that, so they're gonna put. He'll be out of that eventually. So, uh, Naya and Shayna took turns against the Riot Squad two on one, I guess. Okay, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but then the end of uh, end of Raw was good though. The street fight between Murphy and Dominic uh, was uh, good. Was great. I love seeing the Mysterio family uh, come together with kendo sticks to beat the shit out of Murphy. Uh, I, I thought it was a good, at least it closed, at least Raw closed good, Matt. I just want to say that loyal, lost in the mid card listener, Mark Joe, was insistent that Aaliyah was going to turn heel and join Buddy Murphy. Yeah. And I just want to be the first to say, I'm so happy you were wrong. <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get that tomorrow. It's Rusev Day. Uh, Dominic is impressive. Man, that that little uh, little slide out of the ring into a sunset bomb. That was, that was nuts. Whew, that was nice. Uh, Dominic is looking good. I, I thought it was kind of cool seeing Dominic and Murphy. You know, a couple guys that one's new to the scene. Murphy get, gets the main event slot on Raw. So I thought... As well, uh, well done uh, to finish off the evening on what was more or less a very uh, lackluster raw. Heading into some headlines before we close up shop. Uh, WWE informs talent that they cannot be uh, use their own names and likenesses with third parties if WWE deems it detrimental to the company, which uh, a, a lot of it uh, stemmed with. Uh, AJ Styles revealing on Twitch that he had COVID. Uh, I think AJ is trying to get the fuck out of town, by the way. I, I wouldn't be surprised. He, did he sign a new deal? Yeah. Or is he still on a current deal? No, he signed a new deal. Um, the two big platforms that were brought up were Twitch and Cameo. So... Well, first they said uh, you can't use them. I think they backpedaled off that, didn't they? Yeah. Like they say, oh, now you can use them if you use your real name or something something along those lines. Which Paige changed hers to Soraya. But what's AJ going to do? Just go, uh, Alan? I think he owns AJ Styles. Yeah. So I don't think they can right. do shit to him, to be, to be quite honest. Yeah, fire him. He's probably like, fire me. <laughs> yeah, I dare you type of deal. Stupid. Petty Vince. 
Well, it's, it's all he is. These, fu- man. these fuckers are trying to make a, a, a li- extra living. Uh, the whole thing, uh, I, I got later on talking about Andrew Yang, but, I mean, the whole thing is these guys are independent contractors with no health insurance. It, it's almost probably illegal for Vince to uh, find them for this shit. I think that's where Andrew Yang came in. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Vince. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that interview. After the election, if the uh, if the Cheeto gets kicked out of office in November. You better fucking so, Jesus Christ. That'll be a long day. <laughs> Wait for those results. I think it's gonna. T- I don't think it's gonna be your normal quick result thing either, because all the mail-in stuff. Like we're probably not even gonna know until you know middle of November until what the actual results are gonna end up being. Uh, Pro wrestling Noah is gonna debut on Fight TV starting on Tuesday, September twenty second for their N1 Victory 2020 show, which takes place at Kurokin Hall in Tokyo. Uh, so that that's some uh, a new, nice new addition for Fight TV uh, if you're uh, a fan of Japanese wrestling. And uh, uh, are you even excited at all? I know the answer to this already probably, but are you excited at all for Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury? No, and I don't think it's actually going to happen either. Uh, Dave Bautista's zombie movie Army of the Dead is already going to get an animated spinoff. So uh, Dave Bautista continuing to get that get the Hollywood dollars, doing a hell of a job in Hollywood. Uh, Army of the Dead is going to hit Netflix uh, next year. the uh, The live action movie, but then the animated spinoff will uh, obviously come down the line. Speaking of zombies, uh, Walking Dead announced they're finally ending their run after season eleven. Bye. But uh, uh, Daryl and Carol are each going to get their own spinoff series. So, oh lord, I, I I'm a fan of the show, but I haven't kept up with it. I just I feel like I feel like it's run its course. Uh, hearing scheduled uh, for November 12th in the Sonya Deville stocking case. Um, don't lock know. the creepo up and throw away the key. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, if we'll get a final judgment on that day or what exactly is going to happen, but yes, fucking put him in general pop and let uh, let him get violated. United Wrestling Network's pay-per-view series pricing has been revealed um, for for the series, which debuts on September 15th uh, on In Demand and Fight TV. Uh, $7 per episode or $24 for a bundle. Uh, no, I have no interest. Uh, the, the debut pay-per-view is going to feature NWA heavyweight champion Nick Aldis against Mike Bennett. Thunder Rosa is going to be in action, as well as other people from, uh, which I believe Championship Wrestling in Hollywood, I think, is who they combined with. Is that right? Or is it United Wrestling? I don't even remember. Like I, I like I literally could not be less interested. Uh, AEW on September second almost pulled in a million. They're getting close, nine hundred and twenty-eight thousand. So nice. Uh, yeah, I'm a little worried about what the ratings are going to be this week due to the NBA playoffs. That double yeah. overtime, I'm a little worried about that. But other than that, I think they probably would have had a really strong rating tonight. I still hope they have a strong rating. I hope they, uh, I hope they show how powerful 
they how how powerful the wrestling fan base is tonight. So because they they had, I thought they had a great show tonight. I really did. Yeah. So WWE files a trademark for shut up, show up and win. Yeah, it's the it was, that was Rome, the Roman shirt he was wearing on uh on SmackDown Friday. Uh, during Tony Khan's AEW media call last week, he discussed the, uh, using the FTW championship originally introduced in the original ECW by Taz currently held by Brian cage, uh, as a part of potential future AEW programming, noting he had ideas that were unique for it and was considering a pilot that would include that championship. Uh, so it is possible that, uh, that, that championship may be defended in AEW sometime down the line. And uh, it is a belt that Taz owns the copyright and design and all that on. So he controls everything with that, not Vince. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like he's already defended it once on dark. If I, if I'm not mistaken. So. Moving along, um, looks like uh, a new match has been added in uh, for the uh, the United Wrestling Network pay per view debut. Uh, Camille will be on the card as well. Um, she will be facing Heather Monroe. She, yeah, it, they are, it's basically combining with championship wrestling from Hollywood. Cause I know, cause, uh, uh, Dave Mar, uh, Dave Marquez, the, uh, interviewer for NWA, he works with championship wrestling out of Hollywood too. So I think that was part of it. Just as they get healthy, WWE releases Akam and Razor. So AOP was wishing. And I can't see them landing anywhere. I really can't. Impact. I, man, if I'm Impact, I'm not wasting the money on them. They're not going to move the needle. It, AEW has the best tag team division on the planet. They don't need AOP. Ring of Honor, like, maybe. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But like, other than that, like, I can't see them. I can't see them anywhere. Maybe Japan. Yeah. S- Bullet Club. No, I don't want to say my bullet club. <laughs> that brand is so nobody cares about it anymore. Ouch. Well, is it Ouch. Tr- it's true, isn't it? JB dropped that straight fire. Well, am, am I lying? I don't know. I, I feel like he kind of regained some uh, momentum when evil joined. Uh, on September 4th, uh, Renee Renee Young tweets, uh, so I guess now would be a good time to launch my Twitch and Cameo. Uh, she's got the jokes. They make me laugh. Shut up! He's a funny You stupid lady. idiots! <laughs> funny, funny lady. I loved her back and forth with MJF on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yes, I like, I like seeing her being able to comment on the AEW product now. So it's very, it's very nice to see that. 
Paige re, uh, re, uh, reacted to the Twitch uh, thing with uh, saying, hey, guys, just a quick announcement. My Twitch name has been changed to my real name, not my stage name. It is now Soraya Official. Thank you all, and I'll see you Sunday for the last chance to be in the biggest giveaway I've ever done. Her first reaction was simply a tweet that said, nope. That was her initial reaction. It was one word, one tweet said, nope. <laughs> As in, you want me to get rid of this source of income? Nope. <laughs> Not happening. Former presidential candidate Andrew Yang uh, took aim at the WWE. Uh, with a series of tweets. Uh, first one, uh, if I'm not the Secretary of Labor, I'm pretty confident I have his or her number to talk about the ridiculous classification of WWE wrestlers as independent contractors while controlling their name and likeness for years, even for something as benign as Cameo. Come on, Vince. You've already deprived the folks breaking their backs for you of health care, security, recovery time, retirement benefits, and fair treatment regarding licenses and royalties. At least let them make a living off their own names. Many of them need it. I grew up a wrestling fan, and it has been sad to see so many of my childhood heroes pass away early. I feel better knowing that they and their families are being fairly treated. I look forward to doing what I can for the next generation of performers. I know how tough it is. Vince, you better hope that your old friend Donald wins because change is in the air and changes are long overdue where your corrupt labor practices are concerned. Give me great pleasure, the people know. Dave Batista retweets uh, one of Andrew Yang's tweets. Uh, no comment, but I'm retweeting. Hashtag real talk. Uh, very looking forward to that uh, Chris Van Vliet interview with uh, with Andrew Yang after that. Yeah, that's interesting. I did not know about that until you told me that. Yeah. So that then, that yeah, should be uh, that should be very interesting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Chris tweeted it out. Announced it. I think it was this morning, either this morning or yesterday morning, that a uh, interview with Andrew Yang is coming. <clears throat> Uh, in a surprise panel within the uh, framework of Cartoon Network Day, Cartoon Network has announced that they have closed an agreement with uh, uh, Viva Calavera to produce an animated project involving Rey Mysterio. So, Rey Mysterio will be a cartoon superhero now. Uh, Friday Night SmackDown's rating uh, has been uh, holding pretty steady, close to 2.2 million after a nice uh, bump up with the Thunderdome starting. Uh, they fell down uh, quite sharply this week, uh, 2.06 million, uh, but still holding over 2 million for the third straight week, where they had about eight weeks with under 2 million until the Thunderdome came into existence. Uh, more independent wrestling has been added to the WWE Network, ICW, WXW, Evolve, and Progress all have shows that have been added to there. And my and uh, Stephen Fernandez at PW Wrestling, uh, Fernandez at PWInsider.com has a uh, the title of this article is "You'll Never Guess What WWE's Latest Trademark Filing Is," and it's for Wobbly Walrus. Could be a couple things. I'm thinking it's Firefly Funhouse. I was going to say, it could be the new puppet in the Firefly Funhouse. Could be a nickname for Otis or Paul Heyman. Um, 
Yeah, Paul Heyman's been like called those the are, those are, Yeah, those are my only two. Those are my only real ideas that it could possibly be. So, uh, For those action figure people, you know, like the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting, the, the you know, the $1,000 Broski has a certain podcast uh, video series on YouTube. Uh, Io Shirai gets her first ever action figure as part of Elite Elite 79. Um, Io Shirai along with Bobby Fish, Biggie, Xavier Woods with a teal trombone, and <laughs> and with Xavier Woods is also the Up Up Down Down title. I'm sure Vince McMahon sits in the meetings with Mattel now like, I hate that name Elite. Can't you fucking change it? Now, since we've had this series for several years, we're we're not changing the name. Yeah, I need to tweet. Fuck you! I need to tweet at uh, Xavier Woods, and I need to tweet in that same tweet at at uh, at uh, Tyler Breeze, and see if we can get a Tyler Breeze elite figure with the left right left right championship. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> left, right, left, right cracks me up, by the way. <laughs> the party cracks me up, too. Uh, the party is uh, Austin and and uh, Prince Pretty and Chugs and Mr. OP playing, playing Uno. It's fucking hilarious. I wonder if Mattel is just simply at Mattel. It is. They figure they could they'd buy off whoever was sitting on that one, right? I don't even think they have to buy them off on Twitter, do they? Don't they? They could just say, "Hey, Twitter, uh, that's our yeah, brand." I'm not, I'm not sure how that works. I guess it depends on how big the company is that's going after the handle. And uh, for those of you that don't know about Left Right, Left Right, Left Right, Left Right is basically the NWO of Up, Up, Down, Down. Uh, And uh, it consists of uh, Adam Cole and Cesaro and Tyler Breeze and Dio Madden and Tegan Knox. And uh, Tyler Breeze is the longest running up, up, down, down champion of all time. And he defeated, I can't remember who he defeated just recently to retain the title. And he pulled a Medusa and threw the up, up, down, down championship in the trash and unveiled the left, right, left, right championship. Oh my. So... It's good shit, pal. Highly entertaining. Uh, so yes, uh, Io Shirai. Back to uh, I saw that up to. I was like, that's fucking cool that the up up down down championship is on that action figure. Uh, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, uh, as well, with uh, in the Elite seventy nine. Elite. Uh, 
on the uh, United Wrestling Network pay-per-view, they announced a, a TV championship match, and it's uh, two guys I've never even heard of. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. About their damn luck. Uh, WWE re- released an update on Ivar saying that he suffered a cervical injury uh, as a precaution was sent to the hospital, but is expected to make a full recovery. Um, speaking of uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood, uh, Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. the former Damian Sandow, is uh, going to be uh, stepping in as a booker for championship wrestling for Hollywood. Interesting. Tessa Blanchard is making her first in-ring appearance since the COVID pandemic started. Uh, She is going to headline the first of several Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series events in Chicago. Uh, She is defending that women's championship against Kylie Ray. It's going to be on Fight TV on September 12th if you'd like to to watch that. A lot of Impact stars uh, and NWA stars and AEW stars are included in that mat in, in that in that card. I've never even heard of um, Warrior Wrestling, but uh, listen to this card, Matt. Th- this might All be right. something. This might be something to buy next to or this shit this Saturday. This Saturday. Well, let's let's hear it. Uh, so, tell me on the tell me on the show, JB. Uh, let me sell you on this show that uh, uh, that of this promotion I've never heard of before. <laughs> uh, Tessa Blanchard, Kylie Ray for their women's championship. Uh, TJP against Alex Shelley. Uh, the Rascals, uh, all three of them, against Myron Reed, Chris Bay, and Jordan Oliver. Thunder Rosa against Kimberly. Dan the Dad against Elena Black. So, yeah, that's the, the one match we don't know anything about. Joey Janela against Warhorse. Daga against Isaiah Velasquez. Tom Lawler. Filthy Tom Lawler against Kevin Koo and Brian Cage against Alex Zane. Yeah, it might not be bad. Janelle and Warhorse would be be awesome. Wonder how much that is. Let's let's mosey on over to Fight TV Live here while we're talking about it. And uh, I don't even know what I'm looking for here. Warrior Wrestling. Warrior. One warrior nation. Fifteen bones. And if you order now, you get a dollar credit on the fight app. I'm up, to, I'm up to like nine bucks on my credits, so I don't know if I'm gonna be around Saturday or not. I have to look at the old calendar. It's the old same price as the old uh, talking shop. We need another talking shop pay per view, don't we? I'd be all about another talking shop pay per view. <laughs> that was so that was so good. Uh, Alexa Bliss jumping into the WWE podcast series. She's going to debut Uncool on September 22nd. Yeah, that's a fitting name. Her first guest should be Corey Graves. <laughs> I love it. No, don't stop. That was great. It's such good shit. Uh, 
the AEW countdown to All Out special on TNT got 357,000 viewers. Um, Not bad for a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Vince McMahon falls off the Forbes 400 list. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Uh, Shad, uh, Shahid Khan, Shad Khan, however you want to, however you want to call him. Just, don't, uh, just wish you call him daddy. Number 66. Wait a minute. Number 66. He's got a lot more money than Vinnie Mac. Uh, Vinnie Mac, uh, 1.8 billion fell short of the 2.1 billion required to make the list. I don't have I don't have you just made the list on my soundboard, sorry. So I'll just say this. Shut up. And uh if we didn't mention it earlier, Ty, uh, it was announced uh, today on uh, September 9th uh that Taikanchi is officially all elite. And to wrap things up, that uh, that Labor Day Raw uh, dropped 1.72 million, which lost about 100 and uh, 175,000 viewers from the week before. So, Thunderdome not really helping Raw because well, it's been a shit product. That's gonna do it for this edition of. Lost the Midcard special late night edition. Uh, the podcast is dropping late night uh, before I hit the hay. YouTube will drop on Thursday afternoon, September 10th sometime. So keep an eye on that out. But uh, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Make sure you search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. We're also on the YouTube and uh, subscribe to the YouTube, even if you don't use the YouTube to watch the videos. Subscribe to help us get to 100 so we can have a, a, our own actual URL for YouTube. But in the meantime, you can go to facebook.com slash lost in the midcard or Twitter at LITMC podcast and go to those pinned tweets and, and posts and see our, our links to Spotify, iTunes, and uh, YouTube. And before we ride off into that sunset, Matt, any any final thoughts? Uh, sign Matt Cardona. It's coming next. It's coming, oh. next. it's coming next. My final thought is subscribe to YouTube so we can get to 100 subscribers. That's true. For Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard. We'll be back at you next week. Goodbye. It's Rusev Day.